Kiwi Ferns are up in action tomorrow in the Rugby League World Cup and almost get the feeling that it's almost been well, slightly pushed to one side when you consider the fun and games that's going on in the Rugby World Cup over here. Uh, but an athlete who's had feet in both camps, I'm sure, is very enthused about what happens uh, in the early hours of tomorrow morning as Honey Hedemi Smiler. She joins us now. Honey, a lot of focus on the Black Ferns, understandably so. But the Kiwi Ferns have got a dance to involve themselves in as well, have they not? And something you'd be keenly looking forward to, I expect. Oh, 100%. I think, you know, with the delays for both competitions, just happen to fall and end up, you know, clashing with each other. So, and obviously, you know, we're, we're all engrossed in the Rugby World Cup being here in New Zealand. And unfortunately, you know, with the, with the uh, League World Cup where in England, we sort of forget about it unless we want to wake up at four in the morning to watch the games, which I must add, I have been doing every day. <laughs> right. OK, so tell us about this Kiwi Fern side. For those who don't understand where we're coming from, where they sit in the global game, what their prospects are, who the rock stars are on the side. I mean, we all know uh, Crystal Dorota, but there's not a great deal of names, I suppose, that jump out to the general public. Yeah, well, so where we sit at the moment is we're, we're ranked two in the world. It's just just behind Australia, obviously, we, we were pipped at the last World Cup, lost to them, in fact, the last two. So uh, we go in, you know, with a pretty strong standing. We're in a pool up against the Cook Islands and the French as well, and uh, they, they're fairly new to the competition. Uh, the Cook Islands will be strong. They've got a good contingent of uh, Kiwi players in there, including the likes of Tukunatua, who was a black fern and, and got those uh, couple of tries in the last Rugby World Cup uh, final. So, so they've got a pretty strong outing as well, but we're also in a pool against Australia. So there's two pools. Um, so that'll be that'll be a tough one. But the Kiwi fans have got the French uh, coming up first uh, first thing on uh, tomorrow morning, actually, and uh, that'll be their first, uh, I suppose, hurdle to get through. Um, I'm confident that they should come through that fairly unscathed in terms of uh, players to watch. I mean, it is a fairly fresh team. They've got a lot. I think they've got about six rookies. Uh, that are travelling with the squad at the moment and, and a fair chunk that um, I suppose are fairly new, maybe one or two cats under them. The likes of Caitlin Bahakolo, though, um, she's no stranger to, to the rugby league and rugby world. She's played uh, Auckland Storm and she debuted for the Kiwis in 2019. Uh, she's a bit of a try-scoring machine, that one. You've also got the likes of Georgia Hale, who a lot of people know. Um, very prominent in the Warriors and has recently been playing in the NRW for the Titans. Uh, she'll be she'll be uh, in the loose forward position for us, and she gets her a ton of work. So she, they've got some great leadership in there. I think the two that really stand out to me, though, is a, a young prop, Maya Hulmoana from out of uh, Tanifaro Huntley Club. Um, she's be, she's played in the Roosters uh, uh, this year and last year, um, and she's really come through the ranks. She's big, she's strong, uh, got got a ton of aggression when she plays. So she's definitely one to watch. I think she'll stamp her name. But also young Autumn Stevens Daly uh, from out of Rotorua. She's a, she again come from sort of a sevens background, um, but um, yeah, she, she's so versatile. She can play in the centre. She can play in the halves. Uh, and um, of recent, the, the Tonga match that they played, she played fullback. So very versatile, very lethal player. Got great footwork, great speed. So yeah, plenty of players to watch. I think the most standout player for me at the moment though is Racing McGregor. Um, she recently won the Dally M. Uh, for for the women's competition, and she she's she'll be our lead uh, lead in terms of uh, that halves position. So we've got a really strong team, um, maybe unknown to to a lot of people, but uh, yeah, once they start getting 
getting their flow going, I, I wouldn't doubt that they'll be bringing home that rugby league World Cup. So how important has the development of the game been when you consider the, the NRL and what's happened there, that suddenly we're seeing these wahine on the television plying their trade? Is that is that up the standard of the league? Oh, look, in fact, it's, it's leaps and bounds uh, in front of other sports in terms of pathways. I mean, in the last two months, we've had so many uh, rangatahi youth and uh, young girls tournaments from sort of the age groups from sort of under 10s all the way up to under 18s. We've had Pacifica tournaments. We've had the Māori tournaments. Um, we've had the secondary schools play against the New Zealand uh, clubs. Team. So that pathway is actually really quite strong. It's just once you kind of get to that elite level, then the NRLW is a very, I suppose, uh, main pathway that a lot of our girls are taking. And once the Warriors sort their stuff out and get the team back in, then that, that I suppose, keeps our talent here. But obviously now you, our, you know, our Kiwi selectors, they can pick from the NRLW and, and a fair chunk of our girls are based in Australia. That's not unlike what happens in the, the rugby league for the men. Like There's only one warrior involved in that side and the rest of them are just peppered all over the competition. So there's definitely a, a career pathway there, isn't there? It's not probably not as strong as the men, but uh, for the wahine, as you said, there's a lot of place for them to go and it is a, a growth area. And I'm presuming that's the same here in Aotearoa? Oh, 100%. And I think um, you know, the NRLW has really set a standard. And when I compare it to rugby, you know, we're sort of only the next level down from the backbones at the moment is, say, Super Rugby Opiki, but it's a very, it's more a tournament versus a competition. Um, and then you've got the Farapama Cup, which is obviously still an amateur competition, whereas the, the NRLW, you know, yeah, it's, it's going up to 10 teams next year. And, and the competition is unreal. Like, you know, you had two teams make the finals who were two new teams the previous year and didn't even bank any wins, and then they went through and made the final this year. So, like, the competition and the way, I suppose, they pair the players and spread the talent across that competition makes it really strong. So I think rugby league actually do a really good job in terms of that growth. And the buy-in at a lower level here in New Zealand is, is similar, which was I was kind of hinting at before. Is there a good groundswell of, of young women who want to play the game here, honey? Oh, 100%. You know, I, I think back to um, the time that Kimmy Ferns had that, that Tonga Test match, I think it was in June or July, um, the timing actually clashed with the... Uh, the Young Kōhene tournament, and there was over 600 girls that had played in that Māori Rugby League tournament that same weekend, all playing Rugby League, and that was ages under 14, under 16, under 18. That's 600 girls around the country all coming to play. So our, our, actually our, our uh, development tournaments for that, for that youth age group, have um, the, the numbers have been exceptionally high, and, and there isn't really any comparison... Um, when you when you look at rugby, they don't really have that level of competition. Most girls are sort of going from their school teams maybe into a provincial A teams competition, which isn't really driven by New Zealand rugby. It's just provinces getting together and having you know one off games here and there. Um, you're sort of starting to develop a New Zealand uh, underrated Maori rugby team that's starting to come to fruition at the moment. But the pathway at the moment for rugby. Um, uh, I think rugby league definitely um, exceeds exceeds it, that pathway at the moment. Enjoy your early morning, Honey Hedemi Smiler. Always a pleasure. Thanks very much for your time and your insight. You go well. Cheers.